Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. And the more people you can get at your table that have those different viewpoints, it really saves you so much heartache. It absolutely does. And just surrounding yourself with the best mentors possible to just soundboard off of that, that get it, that have done it, that have made the mistakes, but also have had the victories. Welcome back to Pit Stop. Joining me today from Dallas, Texas is Claudia Goldfarb. She is the founder and CEO of So Good, a great, great, uh, your, your, halal, you're kosher, you're very environmentally stable. I'll let you tell a little bit, a little bit more about your products. I, I hate touting too many claims when you have so many good ones. And then, and then I say the one certification that you don't have, but we were also pet entrepreneurs in a previous life before joining me for a few episodes of Pit Stop. And we're going to talk about how you launched because you launched in a way that a lot of brands aspire to do, which is by, by going public. So Claudia, welcome to Pit Stop. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Um, this is really exciting. I'm excited to talk about So Good and kind of the pitfalls and lessons learned of being a serial entrepreneur. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, that that's the whole spirit of the of the show. Learn learn from ho- hopefully my mistakes. Hopefully some <laughs> some of our guest mistakes, so you don't make them because they can be they can be costly. I remember once I, I put the MSC certification on wrong, and it's like, cool, you need to buy new packaging. You're going to need uh, a slap on the wrist and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't even want the certification on it. It like right. no customer is looking for it. I want it as small as possible. So so I'm so excited to have you here. But let's let's talk about some of the successes first and the launching. Okay. Because I just think it's fascinating how you you decided to, to launch as a publicly traded company. Yeah, so that was actually probably one of the biggest lessons learned and um, great opportunities that we've had. You know, we launched so good at the beginning of the, of the pandemic, and it started as an idea. We saw factories closing down, people losing jobs, and it really just devastated us, you know? We're really believers in opportunity and the entrepreneurial spirit and creating growth and opportunities in our community. And so we decided to launch So Good. We were going to do it organically. Ira and I, my husband, who's my co-founder, we're going to put our money together, buy a factory, build it out and, and, and launch small and in a much more organic way. We're very fortunate that one of our best friends and now board members is a man by the name of Lyle Berman. And he has had, I can't even tell you how many public companies. He was one of the majority investors and a board member for this public company that was no longer operating and they had some assets and they were looking Mm -hmm. for a deal. And so, you know, we're talking to him about what we want to do what's so good and the product lines and the impact that it would have on the communities, just bringing healthy, nutritious, shelf-stable products to people at a time where so many shelves were empty. And, you know, I, I don't know where, where you were when the pandemic first happened, but the first time I went to a grocery store and saw empty shelves in America. I have pictures of my phone on my phone because I was, I was in the UK and yeah. then got back to, to Canada like late March, 2020. And I've never seen meat sections empty. 
I've never huh. seen like one cucumber. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it was mind blowing. And so, you know, we were talking to him about freeze-dried technology, which is what um, we're really focused on. And mm -hmm. he said, hey, why don't we combine resources? You know, I've got these assets, you've got this great idea in these assets, let's combine them and let's go um, public. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, being an entrepreneur, it was one of the scariest things because I really felt like I would not be in control of my own destiny. Um, mm -hmm. You've got this board, you've got this SEC, and, you know, it was a really scary experience. But if I can impart a word of wisdom, especially on the financing side to entrepreneurs out there, don't let your fear get in the way of opportunity. We went ahead, we went public, and it has been a game changer for us. Not only because of the financial resources, but the mentorships that we've been able to have um, as a new company have been amazing. You know, we have Greg Creed, who's the former CEO of Yum Brand oh, wow. on our board. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it just opened up so many doors. And again, outside of the financial realm, just from a mentor perspective and having that level of experience in global businesses has just been a tremendous benefit for us. So that'll be my other, you know, like tidbit I would give people out there and you can slow me down because I'll keep no, just it's going. I, I love it. It's, uh, I, that's just, uh, I've never met someone that's launched with so like a true, like rocket launch trajectory of going yeah. public and having like big name CEOs that people recognize on their board yeah. right away. And I'm a little, I'm a little just like mind blown. Um, trust. I mean, I wake up every day, mind blown by the people that we've been able to surround ourselves with. And if you can find great mentors that are willing to go on this ride with you, it, it prevents so, so many issues, so many problems, so many mistakes that we make, which is what the heart of this podcast is about, right? Mm -hmm. Every entrepreneur, every business person, every CEO is going to have different experiences and look at whether it be supply chain or marketing or brand equity in different ways. And the more people you can get at your table that have those different viewpoints, it really saves you so much heartache. Mm -hmm. It absolutely does. And just surrounding yourself with the best mentors possible to just soundboard off of that, that get it, that have done it, that have made the mistakes, but also have had the victories to say, yeah. you know what, w when you win, it's not going to feel like you win. You just, it's, it'll might feel like the eye of the hurricane when everything just gets very calm and you're paranoid, but then it never gets worse. And it yeah. could be those, those little moments that you're not quite looking out for so if uh, if it's not too too personal we can always edit it out but i just yeah. how much how much capital would a brand need to to raise if they or to start with if they wanted to launch in the same way that you didn't and not in the how much yeah. did it cost you vein but don't do this unless you have x number of dollars in your your budget because i have no idea what the number is and i feel like yeah. it might be way lower than i think or in the same ballpark or super high as, as one, one path. What I would tell people is going public, you know, it's exciting. You, you get, you know, your, um, your stock symbol and, and so many things it's very expensive. Yeah. And not only is it really expensive, it's incredibly labor intensive for a small company. You're looking at probably around 
600 to a million dollars in annual costs for being public. Okay. And so that's my, not just, yeah. In my head, I was going to say it would, you would need about two and a half million dollars. Yeah. And I mean, if you were doing an IPO, which is not what we did, we did a merger. IPO paths are, are, are much more expensive. You have to do a roadshow. You need an investment banker because of the relationships we had and the way we structured the deal, we didn't need to go through that. So our, our path was um, less capital intensive at the start than a traditional IPO. But you know, not only is it that 600 to a million a year that you have to spend, it's also you know, your accounting processes and procedures need to be mm -hmm. on point. And especially as a new brand, an emerging brand, you know, a lot of times everything's moving so quickly and you have so many things that you have to worry about, right? Mm -hmm. You're, you're manufacturing, you don't know what marketing. Your, your trade spend will be 18 exactly. months from now, but you, you need to file that ahead of time, but you, yep. you have no idea. It's well, right now our trade spend is zero. And in the next year, we're going to in, increase that inf infinitely, not exactly. even exponentially. So, you know, that's the other piece, having a really strong CFO. Um, which a lot of times when you're just starting out, that's not where you want to spend your dollars. You know, it, it, it's those sorts of things that kind of add up and can make it a little bit cost prohibitive. But on the flip side, you know, one of the things I really loved about launching this way, it, when in our previous company, we went through so many years of hockey stick growth. And, you know, what happens when you're going through hockey stick growth is if you don't have your infrastructure in place, it can kick your butt. You mm -hmm. know, if your processes aren't there, especially we manufacture all of our own products. I mean, that is just what we do. You, you can get surprises and every shortcut that you took on a process comes back and bites you in the bottom. If, you know, you're going like this in sales and manufacturing and, and shipping. And so starting the way we did, all of that had to be in place from you know day one. We invested really strongly in an ERP system and our manufacturing processes and protocols. We are getting SQF2 certified much sooner than we would have otherwise. So you know it's all of those little things that that add up. And SQF uh, for for those who aren't listening, and it's been a while since I've been <laughs> into an SQF uh, facility, but I believe that's the there's three levels and, and two is for the middle one. And you, you need it to be able to sell into a lot of large grocery chains, Costco. So things like ingredient traceability back and forth to know, okay, this batch of ingredients came, came from here. It was using these products, which went out of the trucks. Uh, everything's clean with 160 degree water, hose down, et cetera, inspected regularly. Just really, I describe it as you'd eat spaghetti and meatballs off, off the floor of an SQF facility. You, you can't. You <laughs> definitely can't. Probably cleaner can. than your dishes yeah. at home. Oh, it, it, it definitely is. You, you know, we've been in manufacturing for so long. I walk into restaurants and it just, it, it blows my mind what restaurants can get away with and what we can't. Mm -hmm. Which yeah. it's, uh, I mean, we've both been in, in industrial meat processing yeah. facilities. And if, if there's one thing that I've learned, wh wh anywhere the, the food is handled, check the staff bathroom. That'll tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> That is very true. Yeah. Well, well, Claudia, I think that's a, a great point to to wrap up. Well, where can people find you? Where can people try so good if they don't come back and smash that subscribe button for a couple more episodes? 
Um, so we are in a bunch of retailers in New York, Westside Market, H Mart. Um, we're starting our natural, our national distribution um, in early January. So you know, stay tuned to our website for our natural, our national distribution, and we're even coming to you in Canada. That's so, right, which is rare. Exotic American snacks. Sign me yeah. up. If there's one thing Canadians love, it's American treats. Yeah, so it's really exciting. But um, come to our website, which is this is so good, sowgood.com. Awesome. And make sure you're subscribed for the next episode of Pit Stop. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.